welcome to another episode of Professors at Work, the weekly podcast from the American University of Beirut, where I talk with uh, professors and researchers about the work they're doing, uh, what they're discovering, and what it means for the rest of us. I'm very happy to have this week as my guest, Siren Harb, who is a senior lecturer in English and Comparative Literature and is also involved in the Civilization Program. Her work uh, focuses very much on uh, women of color and feminism and uh, articulations of resistance in uh, Arab-American poetry and related issues, and she has just been awarded uh, the Arab-American Book Award Honorable Mention for nonfiction. Uh, Siran, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Rami. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, so, uh, 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 English literature and uh, resistance and women of color and feminism, how do all these things come together in your in your work and and why did you choose to focus on on these issues i know you, you look at other uh, issues in literature but what is it that attracted you to to this uh, point uh, uh, what brings them together really for me is um, how they uh, help elucidate ways in which um, literary texts uh, stations um, with with structures of power and privilege. It really was when when we uh, bring together frameworks to uh, look at uh, what texts say, how you know the text, the structure choose to convey certain messages. Uh, what we discover in the context uh, that I uh, focus on, which is mainly uh, uh, nowadays, I mean, period at the stage of my research, uh, contemporary mm. Arab-American writing, uh, we discover that, uh, that there are alternative representations, there are different ways of representing time, uh, space, uh, or even notions of solidarity. And it is mm-hmm. specifically those alternative representations that go against what we what we um, would maybe call in our field traditional paradigms. So those mm-hmm. those uh, uh, regular those uh, classical representations of time, for instance, as linear, which is you know how progressive time is uh, viewed, also how uh, colonial or imperial time is configured. Uh, so, so these mm-hmm. representations are uh, are challenged in uh, in this uh, in this type of uh, literature in order to fashion what uh, could be termed sites of resistance, basically uh, to what they represent to the to the uh, hegemonic uh, context or or messages or uh, uh, spaces also that uh, that they are related to. Mm-hmm. And is this uh, these issues and the, this theme or these sentiments are these ones that you can trace back uh, for uh, a century or more in, in Arab American poetry, or is this a contemporary issue? Uh, actually, we could we could trace them back, uh, but maybe uh, with uh, just uh, one difference, which is related to. Uh, the types of preoccupations, the types of, uh, of, of conversations that were happening uh, in terms of uh, like the topics that were chosen and, um, and the, the, the boldness uh, mm-hmm. of the experimentation 
and mm-hmm. uh, the boldness of like uh, this this uh, uh, this uh, uh, juggling the, the process of juggling with words with form uh, one example for instance uh, that comes to mind is the, it's the bahjar poetry and uh, how is it that despite the fact that yes definitely i mean there was this uh, more liberal or more uh, uh, this freer approach in terms of uh, looking and 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 like manipulating uh, poetic structures we still had a certain ideal a certain um, you know, like uh, a form uh, or mm-hmm. or a structure that they uh, that these uh, abashar poets were uh, dialoguing with and were striving to achieve in many instances as opposed mm-hmm. to this uh, for contemporary arab american poets um, since the bases have been established since basically like uh, uh, they have been covered what we have is a more daring um in poetic experimentation with the uh, form one one example would be for instance uh, poems that are uh, or or forms that are invented by some of them like marwa hilal who would write basically uh, english poetry in english mm-hmm. but this poetry would have to be uh, read from right to left in oh, order wow. for it to be understandable so yeah in that sense and would have basically i mean um in many ways uh, what this creates uh is a form of of destabilization of um, of uh, like uh, usual forms uh, and mm-hmm. also maybe alienation or estrangement for readers um who are used to just one particular direction in the reading or yes. way of right. of uh, <laughs> reading mm-hmm. the same is true actually in terms of experimentation uh, for uh, the introduction of uh, like uh, Uh, unusual structures unusual for the english the monolingual reader or monocultural mm-hmm. reader uh, in such a way as basically to blend to hybridize uh, english to also to use i mean a um, uh, a a word that's mainly i mean borrowed from uh, post colonial francophone uh, criticism to bastardize you know this, right. this this colonial language and to make it uh, to take it down basically to to take it to the street to the lift Uh, reality wow. of the of the of the colonial uh, or post-colonial or ethnic subject, and basically make it serve the purposes of expressing their own um, experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there anything distinct about the poetry by uh, women of color and 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 women from perhaps similar ideas expressed by men of color? Uh, is there, what's the feminist? Um, element in this process that you think is particularly uh, could be particularly distinct or unique uh maybe i mean starting from uh, uh, or the example of uh, of specific uh, bridges that some uh, for instance arab american uh, women writers or poets like suhair hamad uh, mm-hmm. choose to establish with uh, with figures uh, who for them actually represented uh, literally for mothers Uh, and they are african american figures specifically here i'm thinking of tone jordan mm-hmm. uh, so for for basically these uh, these arab american women writers uh, the idea of matrilineage is one that's based on uh, continuity rather than basically uh, like uh, uh, dissociation from the literary forefathers so mm-hmm. in that sense uh, uh, this uh, this model of women of color feminism is one that also challenges again you know those traditional notions of value and devaluation whose lives count and whose lives don't 
along different basically variables that also, I mean, uh, uh, Arab American um, uh, writers, uh, I mean, uh, men, uh, Arab American poets, um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, also um, uh, work uh, with mm-hmm. and through, but in a different fashion. Because here we have the added dimension of gender that actually uh, uh, that, that, that transforms the conversation and uh, maybe um, leads to the explosion of certain spaces uh, because of the weight of the patriarchal tradition. Right. And so when you, when you, <clears throat> when you deal with these issues in, in your classes at AUB, um, what is the main theme that you want your students to pick up, and, and how do these themes relate to the lives of your students in Beirut? Mm. So, I mean, uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, I mean, uh, we start with the question of uh, how, or first, actually, why do we read what we read in, in, mm-hmm. in many of my classes? Mm-hmm. And then we move to how to read, and what does it mean, basically, to read in a particular way? poetry mm-hmm. or literature or any text. Mm-hmm. So uh, for, for basically the, the why, I usually, uh, depending on the course, uh, and at the very beginning, I try to, um, to, to open the conversation basically uh, with, with, with the question of uh, like uh, selection, the politics of selection of particular authors, why I selected some, who, uh, mm-hmm. who was left basically. Uh, uh, who, who was excluded, why, and, and also the space of the semester, there's that much you can do basically right. in three or four months. But also, um, uh, this is a very good starting point for studying or for, 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 for having this dialogue about the politics of representation, about basically uh, whose voices do we hear, uh, whose voices also make it to the uh, maybe pseudo canon or or like uh, almost uh, their canon because it's not mm-hmm. really, I mean, a canon in the context of uh, of Arab American writing, which is really a very young uh, mm-hmm. field. But at least right. even with, within this 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 kind of uh, context, it is important to think about how one is shaping the field when selecting particular authors. And basically, mm-hmm. this is what we start with, which is also important in, in introducing the field in general, uh, and question of uh, also uh, discourse, uh, silence, uh, spaces of, uh, of, of, of resistance, but also uh, notions of influence. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so what, what's important in general, actually, and this is for each and every, I mean, uh, uh, maybe field uh, or subfield within literature is to um, to to bring to the fore these questions of selection right. of uh, representation politics mm-hmm. uh, of voice, but also uh, I mean um, uh, students are in general very uh, interested with the question of basically. Uh, language, uh, what, where do we start from, basically, when we read what we read, uh, as students of literature and basically also as non-majors. In other words, what's the difference between uh, appreci- appreciating a text simply because it sounds beautiful mm-hmm. versus studying also why uh, it appeals to us? So what are, what are the various uh, uh, structures, what are the various effects that are produced 
by the combination of basically various um, different terms or different uh, uh, types of imagery. Why does certain basically, why do we have the recurrence of certain images as opposed to others? But also, how does how does the literary tradition that that basically this text belongs to uh, uh, belongs to? Sorry, how is it that basically uh, it, 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 it embraces particular mm -hmm. um, uh, forms of expression. And in, in, in many contexts, it's also, not only is it transformed by them, but it also transforms them. In other words, what's, who, who is it that they are talking to? Uh, mm -hmm. What kind of, of, uh, of uh, like, what, what are some of the repercussions of, uh, of, of, of such dialogue? Mm -hmm. um, and of course, being poetry, uh, these texts ideally should be read out loud, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you do that in class? Yes, very often, actually. I mean, it's it's like, uh, and students, they really, uh, I mean, love this uh, this part. Mm -hmm. uh, because, I, I mean, um, in, in, in many ways, um, uh, the, the resonances, the sounds, the alliteration, everything actually that is, that is, uh, uh, like uh, part and parcel also of how some po some poems are performed because some of these right. uh, poems are spoken word poems. So right. basically, they have been performed. Uh, some of them also, I mean, uh, um, uh, changed. Uh, mm -hmm. Different. They they came basically. I mean, they started with with the poet started with one version. Uh, I'm here thinking actually of first writing since by Suhail Hamad. And, and uh, later on, actually, um, there were different uh, modifications that, uh, that, that, came, that, that, uh, that the poet, uh, I mean, chose to bring, basically, to the fore in order to underline specific parts and basically maybe, like, um, uh, uh, reflect the changed emotional scene uh, in relation to others. Right. And do you sense that the issues that are raised by the poets themselves are issues that uh, young students today in the Arab region or even adults uh, relate to as still being live contemporary issues when you talk about the voice and representation and resistance, things of that uh, political nature? Uh, actually, uh, yes, because because these spaces are what I would describe as uh, uh, contrapuntal. So basically, it's really there is a process of rearrangement that's always happening uh, mm -hmm. in terms of like uh, 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 traditional notions of geography, of boundaries, uh, community. They really appeal actually to uh, to this audience, especially mm -hmm. in relation to. Uh, their their location. I mean, how 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 the, the uh, our young students see themselves as insiders, outsiders. You know, both basically. I mean, as as located in in a space that's really in between, in right. terms of uh, globalization, uh, the, the 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 vectors, the, the the energies that are associated with globalization on the one hand, uh, and the pull of the community, for instance, on the other. Also, mm -hmm. another space of in-betweenness is one that's connected with language and where, how do they find themselves in language, what kind of, um, uh, which, which language is really theirs. If someone is like, uh, I mean, um, some of my students, when uh, during our um, conversations, they express their inability to, um, I mean, to, to even live within um, one language 
fully live within one language. So, so the yeah. idea is that, you know, we are bilingual, we are trilingual, but at the same time, uh, none of these languages is really ours. So in that right. sense, what, what happens then? I mean, when, what do you create? What do you do? Uh, and this mm-hmm. is when texts like, um, like uh, 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 I mean, poems by Philip Mitris or by Suhir Hamad, who also, I mean, in many ways, um, hybridizes uh, 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 English, they, they become relevant. They speak basically to their experience. And um, very interestingly, they can identify with, with, uh, with like, uh, these processes, although they come from a different uh, cultural location, but at the same time, the in-betweenness is basically uh, this feeling of, of fragmentation, of alienation uh, from, uh, from, uh, from language, but also the, this, this desire, the hankering to find a home mm-hmm. in language is very important for basically mm-hmm. um, uh, for, for these uh, young students as much as it is basically uh, for, the poet them, for the poets themselves. Mm, wow, uh, and the poets uh, that you write or that you study and analyze, um, they are Arab Americans, um, uh, and presumably they write mostly in English, or do they write in both languages, Arabic and English? No, no, they basically write in English. Uh, okay. uh, they have different degrees of familiarity with Arabic, mm-hmm. uh, and as such, we see that in uh, some poems, basically, um, there is a much uh, more uh, intense or uh, I mean, a much more powerful presence of Arabic um, than than in others. Uh, but uh, I mean, poets like uh, Lisa Suhir Majaj or Sinan Anton. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, Lisa. For instance, I mean, Lisa Suhir. We can say that most of them actually they write in uh, in predominantly in English. In English. But uh, I mean, uh, others are familiar with both languages and they write in both languages. But I study. Uh, uh, the Arab American basically component there. So, so uh, I study the, these uh, poems that are the poems that are written in English. So, okay. for instance, Sinan Antun writes in Arabic. Right. Okay, yet, I mean, uh, what I study are uh, it's, it's his English uh, yes. poetry written in basically English. Uh, Hasm Ruwe, for instance, um, who's uh, the late Hasid Ruwe, Hasm Ruwe, whose uh, birthday is today actually, mm-hmm. um, uh, writes. In exclusively in English, uh, Philip Mitris also, although again he inserts uh, some Arabic words, but they are words that, uh, as he uh, says, he has learned basically during his various trips uh, to this part of the of the, of the world. So um, uh, hi, uh, David Williams also writes only in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of them actually, I mean, not um, not too many though. I mean, they write in in, uh, in both in both languages, but the majority writes only in English. And the the uh, fact that these are Arab American poets living in presumably most of them live in the United States or mm-hmm. many. Uh, do you find that the the themes that they express are echoed by similar themes by their contemporary poet poet colleagues in the Arab world in Arabic? Uh, some some of the concerns uh, are the same, while others actually uh, pertain to issues that um, uh, to to actually notions that emanate from living experience, and thus they are different okay. uh, because of the difference in context. So right. uh, the I mean uh, many of them are not unlike some some folks living in the Arab world. Uh, preoccupied with uh, with with uh, like uh, the notion of uh, 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 
translation of the of the of the angst of the modern basically um, right. condition. Uh, also, uh, with the question of Palestine, uh, so mm-hmm. um, Palestinian confinement, uh, colonialism, basically settler colonialism, questions right. of. Um, uh, but but we can add another actually layer, for instance, for these Arab American poets, which is racial discrimination against wow. Arab Americans. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, concerns also with the question of uh, basically classification uh, again, because I mean up until today they're considered as Caucasian, officially speaking. Yet, actually, it's a form of what, what's called honorary whiteness that they have right. uh, as Arab Americans. So, so in that sense, uh, some of these issues, because of the connection of this back home space, yes. space of basically back mm-hmm. home, yes, definitely, I mean, this, this poetry deals with the 1982, for instance, Israeli invasion of Lebanon or 2006 Israeli war on Lebanon, but also, I mean, in many ways, the tragedy of 9-11 figures prominently uh, there. The, we have also the U.S. bombing of Iraq, for instance. So, yeah, many shared concerns, but right. also, uh, I mean, some, some others that are really distinct because they are reflective of the Arab-American experience in the United States. Right. And we only have time for, for one more um, question, uh, Siren. You were just awarded an Honorable Mention Award by the Arab American Book Awards. Um, congratulations, first of all. And Thank um, you. W- uh, uh, why do you think you were honored like that? And what does it mean to you as a scholar and, a, uh, and, a, and an academic? Are you a poet also? Do you write and uh, read poetry yourself? Yes, I write, but I'm not a published poet. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, since the age of uh, probably 10, since I was 10 years old, uh, oh. I've been keeping those basically small <laughs> notebooks, okay. you know, for each and every year and asking my uh, adult self to basically respect my choices. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I have respected these choices up until now, but maybe... I mean, things would change. So, how do you how, how do you react to the award, and uh, what does it mean to you, and why do you think that you were honored that way? Um, I mean, um, I hope that I mean we never uh, are told directly, you know, <laughs> what uh-huh. the basis are uh, in terms of our own books. But I know that the general, basically, idea here. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, of the Arab American Book Award is to actually um, uh, um, make visible some of the, I mean, what they call the outstanding books written mm-hmm. by or about Arab Americans. And mm-hmm. this is basically, I mean, uh, um, from uh, the website, you know, mm-hmm. when, when, I, when I checked the official website yeah. before basically applying for the award, right. this is what they had. So, um, so what, what's interesting um, about basically uh, this kind of exploration, I think, at least to me, I mean, it's something. The book I wrote the book because I wanted to to read a book basically uh, on mm-hmm. the topic. Uh, there has not been any book uh, published uh, previously uh, focusing only on basically Arab American poetry. Right. There have been many books that dealt with uh, Arab American literature. I mean, not as many as we'd like to to have, but at least. I mean, uh, we have some of those books, as right. opposed to the absence um, of books on Arab American poetry. Plus, actually, really, the scholarship has been minimal on Arab uh, on on uh, on uh, poetry by Arab American men. Interestingly enough, right. 
because what's been happening in general is that um, uh, Arab American women uh, writers they have uh, they have had um, uh, acceptable you know an acceptable degree of visibility sometimes uh-huh. even more than basically I mean, uh, uh, more intense more more um, uh, they were uh, they, they, they uh, their voices were received um, uh, in in particular ways. Maybe I mean in in some context also because I mean there is this uh, this uh, savior idea you know right. where uh, where where basically they would be I mean uh, these voices uh, the focus would be on uh, the voices of the uh, uh, I mean uh, uh, sub uh, on, uh, on, uh, oppressed you know Arab yes. woman right. uh, and uh, she should be saved you know from mm-hmm. brown men and what have you and this context actually is one that uh, that again you know has has made some voices. Uh, uh, heard sometimes for the right, sometimes for the wrong I mean, mm-hmm. uh, reasons, because they're excellent and beautiful, basically poems. But sometimes also the focus has been really, I mean, um, uh, uh, biased in certain ways, uh, of course, of the criticism. So, so as such, what I like about basically this type of um, of, of of award is that it celebrates Arab American literature, basically. Um, and, and makes, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's through this publicity. We, we have, um, we have uh, more, um, more visibility, more circulation. Uh, also, I mean, uh, this, this raises awareness about what's happening in the field. You know, what, what types of conversations have been taking place? What do we uh, still need actually to work on? Uh, where do we go from here? And most importantly for me, it is also like this, this form of, uh, of, of uh, document chronicle mm-hmm. for the future generations in order to build on and to basically find a starting point uh, for 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 like uh, uh, to, to know what, what you know how how to um, how to continue uh, wow. uh, in this in this path. So this is this is really I mean without this uh, chronicling and these different voices that together I think uh, express such uh, how rich this tradition is. But there is no future. Wow. Well, that's a good note uh, on which we can end because we've run out of time. Uh, So thank you, Siren Harb, Senior Lecturer in English and Comparative Literature at AUB and recent uh, um, awardee of the Arab American Book Awards for her nonfiction work, Articulations of Resistance. Um, Thank you for being with us and good luck with your continued research and teaching. Thank you, Rami. Thank you very much. Thanks. And thank you to the uh, audience for joining us and for this uh, episode of Professors at Work. I'm Rami Khoury, your host. Join me again next week at the same time. Bye for now.